0: Section 6 of Harmonium by Wallace Stevens. Read for LibriVox.org by Nemo. This recording is in the public domain. Hibiscus on the Sleeping Shores I say now, Fernando, that on that day the mind roamed as a moth-worms among the blooms beyond the open sand and that whatever noise the motion of the waves made on the seaweeds and the covered stones disturbed not even the most idle ear then it was that that monstered moth which had lain folded against the blue and the colored purple of the lazy sea and which had drowsed along the bony shores shut to the blather that the water made rose up besprent and sought the flaming red dabbled with yellow pollen red as red as the flag above the old cafe and roamed there all this stupid afternoon fablio of florida bark of phosphor on the palmy beach move outward into heaven Into the alabasters and night blues. Foam and cloud are one. Sultry moon monsters are dissolving. Fill your black hall with white moonlight. There will never be an end to this droning of the surf. The Doctor of Geneva The Doctor of Geneva stamped the sand that lay impounding the pacific swell, patted his stovepipe hat and tugged his shawl. The man had never been assailed by such long-rolling opulent cataracts, unless Racine or Bassois held the like. He did not quail. A man so used to plumb the multifarious heavens felt no awe before these visible, Voluble delusions, which yet found means to set his simmering mind spinning and hissing with oracular notations of the wild, the ruinous waste until the steeples of his city clanked and sprang in an unburgherly apocalypse. The doctor used his handkerchief and sighed. another weeping woman pour the unhappiness out from your too bitter heart which grieving will not sweeten poison grows in this dark it is in the water of tears its black blooms rise the magnificent cause of being the imagination the one reality in this imagined world leaves you with him for whom no fantasy moves and you are pierced by a death homunculus et la belle in the sea biscayne there prinks the young emerald evening star good light for drunkards poets widows and ladies soon to be married By this light the salty fishes arch in the sea like tree branches, going in many directions, up and down. This light conducts the thoughts of drunkards, the feelings of widows and trembling ladies, the movements of fishes. How pleasant an existence it is that this emerald charms philosophers until they become Thoughtlessly willing to bathe their hearts in later moonlight, knowing that they can bring back thought in the night that is still to be silent, reflecting this thing and that before they sleep. It is better that, as scholars, they should think hard in the dark cuffs of voluminous cloaks and shave their heads and bodies it might well be that their mistress is no gaunt fugitive phantom she might after all be a wanton abundantly beautiful eager fecund from whose being by starlight on sea-coast the innermost good of their seeking might come in the simplest of speech it is a good light then for those that know the ultimate plato tranquilizing with this jewel the torments of confusion. End of Section 6